Welcome, visionaries and revolutionaries, to the Aligned Empire podcast, your gateway to building a movement of change, wealth, and impact. I'm your host, Drea Brown. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to master the energetic frequencies of money, business, and herself, and is ready to expand into a frequency, life, and empire that mirrors her highest purpose. Together, we are rising up and reshaping the world as we know it, defying limitations and boldly embodying our highest selves. You're not just listening to another podcast. You're embarking on an epic journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Aligned Empire podcast. Today, I am so excited for my guest that I have on today. I've interviewed on her podcast. Her and I just connect so quickly, and her energy is seriously infectious. It's it's a beautiful energy. So today we have Sarah Lambert, and Sarah Lambert is a leading expert in energetics and creating freedom and fulfillment in your business. She scaled from a 30,000 a year side hustle to a 400,000 year coaching business in just four years, while you guys also raising two babies. She helps her clients create aligned and scalable businesses while stepping into their leadership and their greatness. So welcome, Sarah. So excited to see you again. Wow. Thank you so much for having me. It's honestly such an honor and a privilege to get to speak to you again, because every time the magic that unfolds is mind-blowing. And so I'm so excited to bring that to the podcast. Absolutely. I my, my body vibes so high every time I'm even around your energy. So I am just so excited to have my day just ah. feel that way again. So oh, Wow. I so, feel the same way. Thank you. Totally. So can you share just just share me your journey, how you transitioned and what what was happening during that 30,000 a year side hustle? And how did you transition from that to now doing a 400,000 year coaching business while also raising two babies? Like, tell me that story. Oh, I would love to. Thank you. So that's exactly right. I was working the corporate grind. I worked for a bank and I was wanting more. And that is when I started a side hustle. So I kind of fell into it, although I always knew I wanted to grow a business. I didn't know what that business was. And photography wasn't, I wanted to grow an online business, but photography just happened organically in that I started learning how to use my camera and people started asking me if they could hire me. And suddenly I had a business. And so I used that actually to be what turned into my first online business. And the way I took it from an in-person service-based business where I was trading my time for money was by creating a course. But this happened over a longer period of time because when I was working in corporate and spending my evenings and weekends doing photo shoots for people, that was all fine before I had kids. But when I got pregnant, that was the catalyst for me to really understand and look at my business and think, this isn't going to work. I can't be spending all day my corporate job, all my extra time doing my side hustle, I'm going to have to choose. And I knew in my heart, my corporate job was not it. My corporate job was not my passion. And I, not that photography was necessarily my passion, but I knew I wanted to work for myself. And so I decided to create a course and it was beginner photography for moms. And I launched that course. I created and launched that course while I was on maternity leave with my first son. My son was born in 2018, July 2018, and I launched the course in March 2019. Now, I just want to preface this to say that 
maternity leave in Canada is a year. And so for any Americans listening to this who get six weeks or 12 weeks or however long it is, this was not something I was doing immediately out of the hospital. I had time. And even still, anyone who is in Canada listening to this, it was actually a coping mechanism for me, to be quite honest, because I had a lot of postpartum anxiety and the only and I hadn't gone on my personal development journey. So the only way that I was actually able to ask for help, ask my mom to come over and help with the baby, my in-laws, whoever, my husband, was if I said, well, I want to work on my business. And I look back at that now and I think, okay, that, you know, I I wasn't able to have my needs met unless I was producing, which is something that I've come a long way with. And I'm sure people can relate to that piece as well. It's very hard to ask for help. So I launched my online course and I was really just so happy to see how much it took off. Within the first year of launching my course, I believe we had around 200 students in it and I was able to hit six figures and quit my corporate job and go all in on my business. And from there, it has really evolved into when people saw me take a 30, 30K side hustle in a service-based business to within months really having a six-figure online business they were asking, how are you doing this? How can I do this too? And that's how my coaching business was born. So it was all very organic. And from there, I have dove so deep into my own personal development. And so while at the beginning, it was very much strategy related, I have I knew that if I wanted to continue to grow at the rate that I desired and achieve the things I wanted to achieve, I had to go deeper and heal my own wounds and learn to be able to ask for help and Um, sit with my own emotions and all of those things that can really block us from everything that we can achieve in this life. And um, so it's really just been up from there. And like you said, uh, two years later, I had my daughter. And so that it, it really, my daughter's about to turn three. So for the first four years of my business, my son just turned five. So I guess it's been almost, yeah, four years. For the first four years, it was that oh, still that postpartum like they say you don't really feel like yourself and I know you're about to go through this so maybe this isn't what you want to hear but you don't feel a hundred percent yourself until your child is around two and so my my daughter's almost three and so I, this last year has been a different experience because I'm finally sleeping through the night I finally feel like my hormones are back to normal and I've really been able to dive deep into my own healing and um and so that's where I'm at now and did that when when you so you started your healing journey, it sounds like in just the past couple of years, and it just sounds like it's been a very quick, quick journey. And did this have to do with you getting into the more energetic side of things and helping people through more energetics of business? Because obviously you were doing strategy before and now you're doing energetics. Exactly. So what happened was it was kind of a two fr- two phased approach. The first was that what I was finding as I started coaching clients is that they had a lot of mindset blocks. Now, at the time, I was so unconscious that I actually believed I didn't have any. And I would say, well, I don't really have any mindset blocks, but I need to learn how to help these people through theirs. And for anyone who can relate to that, just know there is no such thing as having no mindset blocks. Every single human has them, no matter how evolved you are. So I started learning how to help people with their mindset blocks. And in doing so is when I realized I also too had them. And so that was kind of the first door that opened. But the real awakening for me was when I had this moment where I was feeling really disappointed in 
my business was doing great, but I was doing all the things. I was doing everything that the experts were telling me to do, that ex- following exactly what the strategic coaches were saying, but the results were not reflecting the amount of effort I was putting in or like the juice was not worth the squeeze you know it's like why am I doing all this like the results aren't actually matching and that was the moment when I realized this is more about my own beliefs who I am how I'm showing up I'm not even aligned to those results I didn't actually believe I could get those results so of course I'm not getting them so basically you talking about how you didn't truly believe that you were going to make this amount of money in your business and then you did like you basically stepped into the identity that you would so exactly so that was when I I started going on my own healing journey and expanding my beliefs so that I could continue to grow at that rate okay and what was the most pivotal moment when you were going through your healing journey where you realized hey I'm not I am identified with this certain version of me and I know in order to expand into a higher version of me, I need to identify with that version of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that question. So I was having these conflicting desires. My de- desires and my beliefs were conflicting. So I had this desire for freedom and for time and space to live my life. Yet I had this belief that you have to work hard to be successful. I was bought into that hustle culture. And so in order for me to get the external results, I was needing to work really hard because that was my pattern my whole life. And so I was never going to be able to get the freedom because I didn't, they didn't match up. And so realizing that and having kids and having a family gives you this whole new perspective because it's like, I actually don't have as many hours in my day to work. And the hours that I do have I want to be doing the things that I love. And I also want to have time for me because I need to rest. I need to do things that bring me joy. And so this was kind of everything coming together for me to say there has to be a better way. And the way that I'm doing it now is never going to give me what I actually want. Hello, amazing, wonderful people. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. And if you are, could you please share this with someone who you really, truly think needs it or would enjoy listening to these type of podcast episodes. It would really mean the world to us. Our team works so hard on these episodes, and we really try to provide the most value we possibly can for our listeners. So a few ways that you can share is take a screenshot of this episode and share it into Instagram. We would love to tag you in our stories. And a few other ways is sharing exactly what you loved about this episode and what truly made an impact in your life. And one last thing, if you are enjoying this podcast episode, if you could leave a review for us, that would be everything. It really does help our podcast. And it also helps other beautiful, wonderful people find our podcast as well. So thank you so much. And let's get back to the show. Basically, now your business is a lifestyle business. You designed it around the type of life that you wanted, which I'm imagining is why you launched that course. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so was it you working backwards? Is it you deciding this is what I want my business to look like and then working backwards from there? Or how was that? How did you come to that? Yeah, exactly. So I I think it's so important to be very intentional about the way that we're building a business. And you have people asking you, what is that vision? How, what, how do you want to be spending your days? And 
it really is important because I knew how I wanted to be spending my life. I knew that I didn't want to be behind my computer 40, 60 hours a week. I wanted to have that freedom. And so I had to look at, well, what kind of business is going to give me that? The trading time for money is is not going to give me that because I also desire to make a lot of money, to reach a lot of people. And I need, and that's when I learned about online courses and passive income. I was so bought in because, wow, the thought of being able to make money while I sleep to increase my income without increasing my output, like that as a mom, as a, as an Enneagram seven who desires freedom and fun, that spoke to me. And so I, it was a bit of a, it was working backwards to figure out, okay, what do I need to do? And then doing it. And it's interesting because passive income, it's only passive once you put all a bunch of work in, right? The first little while, you are working a lot. And so I have people who come and they see me now where I have a very flexible schedule where I work part-time and I'm making more than I ever thought possible. And they say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make my course 100% passive because I want to be just like you. And I said, well, listen, I... I did these courses one-on-one for a long time. I then did these courses live in person for 10 people at a time. You can't skip steps. And if you're very intentional about how you do it, you will get to that point, but you also can't skip the steps in getting there, but it is possible. Is that probably your biggest obstacle that you come across when people look at the life that you've designed now and they think it's just, they can do it quickly and there's some type of crazy quick shortcut that they can get there? You know, I don't think that that is the biggest obstacle because I think that it's definitely something that comes up in having to ground the whole experience and saying there are steps that need to happen. But I think the biggest roadblock that comes up is truly the mindset and the energetics because and that misalignment between the desire and their beliefs or their desires and what they're actually willing to receive in their life there's such a disconnect between those things and it's fixing that that is going to be the successful part telling people the things that they need to do that's easy people are very good at taking instruction they're very good at tell them they need to do it and they'll do it but if it's not in the right energy and they are actually afraid of success or don't feel powerful or afraid of judgment and putting themselves out there then it's not going to work yeah and, and how do you, when people come to you with those type of blocks, with those type of limiting beliefs, how do you go about that? How do you allow them to recognize that they even have them? And what practices would you recommend for someone to release something like that? I actually have a framework that I teach. It's it's called the pause framework for change. And it's a framework that I came up with to really help people in the moment or even upon reflection, work through their blocks, work through their limiting beliefs and the pause framework is it's the pause framework for evolution so if you are taking the time to pause to notice when you are having a triggered response when a heightened emotion comes up that moment that you pause before you react is everything because you have taken control of your life whether or not you actually choose to react in the right way, that isn't necessarily what matters in the beginning. What matters in the beginning is noticing what's happening. And so if you are someone who is new and you're not really sure if you have blocks, 
Noticing your triggers. Notice when you get really, really fired up about something. Notice when you are placing blame on someone or looking outside of yourself. And when you can pause and notice those things. And this is a five-step framework and we don't have to get into all five steps, but that first step is the pause and, and having that awareness of what is actually going on. Or the second step is then acknowledging, okay, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. I'm feeling really upset right now. I'm feeling really frustrated or mad, whatever it is, acknowledge that so you can identify what's actually going on. So for me, if it's seeing someone that is killing it online and I'm like, oh, like how dare they post their income numbers? That's so tacky and I'm all, but that's just because I'm triggered. So if I can take a moment to pause and say, oh, wow, them sharing their success is making me feel overwhelmed because I want that too and I don't have it. That, that's that pause and acknowledgement. And all of a sudden we take our power back. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's what's happening here. They're me getting all judgy and saying that they're doing something wrong. There's nothing empowering about that. But me noticing what's actually happening and and then being like, oh, okay, this is triggering triggering to you because you don't believe that you can have that. And all of a sudden, you're noticing the beliefs that are stopping you from getting there. If someone does something and you think you can do it 100%, it's not going to trigger you. It's going to expand you. Absolutely. And then I'm, I'm just curious, what are the what are the rest of the yeah. steps? Yeah. So the five steps are all, they spell out the word pause. So pause is the first one. Acknowledge is the second. The third step, the U, stands for unpack. So it's really yeah. asking yourselves, okay, well, why is this so upsetting to me? Why is this making me so mad? And this is also going to help you identify what your blocks are. And then the fourth step is to separate yourself from it, to really understand that you are not your thoughts, that the thoughts can be there, but you are not with them. The problem is we identify so much with our thoughts and we believe them to be true. Whereas if we can just notice the thought and say like, oh, the belief that I'm having right now, the thought that I'm having is that I'm not good enough for that, that I'll never have that. But that's not me. That's not true. That's not who I am. And when we can separate that from that, we no longer identify with that, which is a huge we open up so much opportunities just by doing that. And the fifth step, the E, is to evolve. Choose that evolved action. Act in a way that maybe you haven't done before. Choose differently. Rise. What is the evolved thought? The evolved thought is, okay, maybe before it was, I'm not good enough. And now it's like, I am preparing myself to welcome in those same results. You know, it's, I'm not about creating these affirmations that you don't believe. It has to be something that you believe, but choosing that thought instead of just being a victim to our thoughts and, and the subconscious that is constantly controlling us. I love that. I love that so much. And what a powerful, powerful thing that you did, the framework that you developed in just the short amount of years, it boggles my mind how quickly your healing journey happened. And it just, it sounds like you just surrendered very quickly and you're just like, I you kind of had to right you had you had kids and you had this business and you really had to make things work so it just really felt like you didn't really have a choice I, I could imagine the crazy energetic shifts like I'd love to hear some of the the massive energetic shifts that you were able to experience because of this amazing powerful framework mm-hmm. yeah this framework is actually new and it's something so it hasn't been something that I've been using for a long time but one of the things that I have always been very good at and is my zone of genius 
is diluting very difficult concepts and making them easy to use and easy to understand. And that's why all my programs do really well. And this actually stems from me being very bad at school. I got terrible marks in school because I didn't learn the same way everyone else learned. And I actually had to find my own way to understand more complex concepts. And so still to this day, I'm able to do that and then filter it to people in a way that's very digestible and help my clients do the same thing. So it's so beautiful just knowing that like your journey is your journey for a reason. And I look back at those years that I struggled in school with so much love now because it's gotten, it, it is, it was all for a purpose. So over the past few months, this framework, it woke me up in the middle of the night. I had these buckets and I knew I've always been talking about pause. I literally have a book right here that says pause that I found on my nightstand or on my bookshelf a couple of days ago. All of these signs are just coming being like, this is it. But this, I was awoken in the night to being like, I know that there are steps. And all of a sudden I put it into this framework in the middle of the night. My husband was asking, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just have to write some things down. So it really did kind of come down and, and as a download for me recently, because I was doing the work with my coach and with my healers. But what I was needing was how do I do this on my own? What is the framework so that in any moment I can pause and I can go through these five steps and I can be with myself. And I want to share that with the world because it doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it does require you to pause. Yeah. And then to answer your question about the huge shifts that have happened, I mean, the shifts go beyond my business. And I always say that motherhood or parenting in general and entrepreneurship are two of the most expansive journeys that you can go on because so much of what you're doing is outside of your control. And you can white knuckle it. But when you learn to surrender and when you learn to trust and embrace the lessons and embrace that everything that it brings, good, bad, whatever, it becomes such a more powerful and positive experience and you can grow so much. Like you will learn so much about yourself becoming a mom and I can't wait to see it because it's going to be incredible. And it's also hard, right? Like we know that the lessons that we learn, they're they're often not easy. So some of the biggest shifts even coming in my relationship where just our relationship has gotten so much better and my husband's not deep into the work but just my own energy we are the leading energy in our households in our families and um so in my relationships even with my kids the more anxious I am the worse my kids sleep and then it becomes a spiral so to be honest when I realized this I actually when my daughter was young I was not sleeping because I was so anxious even though she would she was sleeping okay, I would wake up to every little thing. And this is just a really great story to show you how much energy we project into our family. But every, I was barely sleeping. So my husband would say, every other night, you go sleep in the guest room. So you can turn, put the earplugs in, turn the sound machine on and not hear when she wakes up. And so I would do that. And the crazy thing is those nights, she would sleep 10 times better than when I was anxious all night. And so things like that really opened my eyes to this is this is important. It's not just an it's not optional anymore. This is impacting my kids and my family. Um, and so just the shifts that happen in my family and with my kids, I see it all the time. It's amazing. And in my business, some big shifts that have happened. Um, I've had 
clients come to me. A few years ago, I had someone reach out to me and she's, I'm not going to say her name, but she has a certification program. She has hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. She's worked with Deepak Chopra and, and all of these incredible she's a leader in the coaching space and she reached out to me to help her create her certification program and she didn't even know how she found me and suddenly i was in this you know 30 plus thousand dollar contract working with someone that i looked up to so incredibly much and learning so much and having this opportunity like things like that don't fall into your lap unless you were aligned to it and i was ready had i not gone on my own healing journey to be aligned for that it wouldn't have come and that has continued to happen. And just today, I was telling you before we we started recording, the last few months of my life have really tested me. And I say that with so much love because while it's been hard, it hasn't been as hard as you might think because I have trusted the entire time and almost embraced it to the point where I'm like, I'm here for it because I know that this is going to be this is an up level and I'm welcoming it. I'm not going to resist it. Am I happy with things that are happening? Not always. Am I trusting that it's meant to happen? Yes. And so the way that I've navigated the past few months and I've I've really been starting to feel myself coming out of that, you know, I don't want to say spiral, but that darker period of things not going the way you want them to. Suddenly, I'm feeling myself come out of it. Momentum starts to build. And today I get a phone call from a publishing company that they want me to be the author of a book that they want to publish for women starting businesses and working on their mindset between the ages of 26 to 40. Like what? It's amazing. What? Right? Like this yeah. is not a coincidence. Like, exactly. Yeah. There are no coincidences. We are co-creating. We we have to do this this work to align to the things that we want. I love that. That's Oh my gosh, congratulations again. It's just that's I would imagine how surreal that would feel and just uh, yeah, I'm totally celebrating you. And I, my me and my audience can't wait to check out your book. Yeah, oh, that's thank you. Amazing. Thank so, you so much. During, so if you just experienced this darker time in your life and now in in when we spoke before this interview, you said I thankfully I feel like I'm on the other side. Would you say that was the biggest thing was you surrendering or what was like what were some of the practices that you went through and and explain just some of the the feelings that you were experiencing and how you were able to get to this other side no I love that question because it allows me to even stop and reflect because it is so fresh that it's almost like how did I get through that and I didn't get through it alone either you know they're having my own coaches and support um was so crucial but I think the main thing is trust and that can be very frustrating to hear for people who don't yet know how to trust but when you have the evidence of wow everything really does always work out in your favor it becomes a lot easier to trust that it's going to and so I was just allowing myself to grow and expand and hold the energy and feel my emotions one of my biggest things in healing is I was I my husband used to call me rhino skin before I started my healing journey because I would not allow anything to make me cry or elicit a, any negative emotion I was just always happy always high vibes but that's not true 
right? I was suppressing all the negative. I thought, oh no, I'm I'm so confident. I don't have any self-doubt. But I just wasn't, I was avoiding those feelings. But when I embrace them and when I allow myself to feel it all, the highs become higher. You you feel the lows and then the highs become higher. And so as I was going through things, um, having to trust that they were happening for a reason, but it can still be hard because there's a difference between just trust and surrendering, meaning like, okay, this is happening. I'm just going to let it happen and being and, and being a doormat to life. So one situation that happened was a very, so I have an agency where we do these really big projects for these corporate clients. And one of the, my big clients wanted to um, get out of a contract and I was happy to let him out of the contract, but there was an outstanding invoice and I'm not going to go into all the details, but long story short, we needed, I needed to stand up for myself in that moment. And had I just said, oh, I'm just going to surrender. He doesn't want to pay. It's going to be fine. But I'm like, no, surrendering, and my coach said this to me, surrendering doesn't mean that you are just letting people take advantage of you. And in fact, I was like, this is so true. This could be my test. Are you able to fight for what you believe in, For fight for fight for what's right? Because if you want to grow your business even more, you have to be able to hold these things without letting it derail you. And so being able to work through the emotions that come up when someone is being threatening and negative and things are not going the way you want them to, how are you going to show up? And it almost becomes a little bit of a game, right? Of like, okay, I get to process this. I get to feel my emotions. And then how do I get to show up? I'm a here. This, I know this is a test, right? I know this is a test. I'm going to freaking ace it. So allowing, allowing yourself to feel the lower points, but then also rising through it all and, and looking at it as, as is this, one of the things that I ask myself is like, is this going to matter six months from now? Is this going to matter a year from now? And no, never is. So why am I going to let myself go nuts about it now? I love that. And now that you're standing on the other side, how does that feel so we can just feel into it with you? Mm, it feels so grounded. Feels so grounded and strong. Um, and clear. I've never been more inspired to create. Um, things are flowing so easily. And there's that excitement, but it's a very grounded excitement. And that, and that's the feeling that I want to have. And that's the feeling that I do have. And so for each person, they, there might be a different energy that they want to feel when they're at their, their high. But that for me is that grounded knowing that grounded confidence and so where where now like what what is the next step for you now what's the next feelings that you're trying to generate into your life and how are you going to I mean you're you're obviously you've you've made it to the other side so you are at your quote-unquote next level but now where now what what are you what's yeah yeah to be honest it's still unfolding and I I I don't know 100% but I know that speaking is something I love to do. I know that I do want to have publications and be speaking on stages. I don't put timelines on things because I don't want to limit myself. And I don't want to say, you know, five years when it could happen in five months. And I also don't want to put any pressure on myself by saying it has to happen in five months when I would be okay with it happening in five years. So that's what I see for myself is speaking. 
I am just so passionate about helping other women find their purpose, find their grounded confidence, find the light in life. So when you can find a business or or run your business in a way that not only allows you to do what you love, but also makes you a lot of money and gives you freedom to go golfing. I love golfing. Go golfing, go skiing, go to the spa, spend time with your kids, go on trips and when like that is freedom for me. And so whatever your freedom is, I like I want to help women not have to choose because back before I started all of this, I thought I was going to have to choose and now I see that absolutely do you not have to choose, but if you are going to choose, you're going to choose yourself and you're going to choose the dreams that you can absolutely achieve. I just I absolutely love the way you just answered that question cuz you made it about adding value to other people's lives in order to, and it wasn't even about you getting what you want, but ultimately, I mean, we're not martyrs, right? We want, we, we have desires, but I just thought it was beautiful. It's about you helping other women get what you want. I asked, Hey, what's, what's in it for you? What's your next level? But you just, you totally switched around. And I just, I love that. Cause I would imagine that's exactly how you built your business in alignment. Cause I know how important alignment is for you. I mean, I watch you on Instagram and I just, I just speaking with you in general and just the way you speak in general, you know, you really embody and identify with that person who is embodied and aligned. And I don't even want to say identified. You just are, you embody it. It's more, it's more than identify. It's, it's stronger and more powerful than identifying. And, and so that's would the you biggest say, compliment yeah. you could give me. So thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's really it's it's just it's so beautiful to see someone truly embody their work and, and there's nothing more magnetic and more powerful and to see to, to see that and then witness it and then be around that and so would you say that's the biggest thing that shifted you from because that, that's that's a huge jump Sarah a 30,000 30,000 to 400,000 just a few years especially with two babies like that is that is really really incredible to go from that jump especially also going through a spiritual awakening. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's like there's so much like you just kind of like went through the shit storm and then got through the other side. And and so what was that? What was what were the energetics like when you were going through that? What were the energetics or what were the alignment? How did you become truly aligned? If you could tell somebody who's maybe going through that right now, who's maybe only in, you know, less than $100,000 in their business and they just they're maybe in a darker period in their life and they're, they feel stuck. Like, what would you tell them? So first of all, I do want to address the strategic aspect of it in that while for me, well, yes, it does feel, I understand that it did happen fast. Like they went from 30K to 100K and then from 100K to 200K and then 200 to 400. So there were kind of like the main, like a couple bigger leaps. Um, the first leap was kind of when I decided to bring it online. And then the fi- the the leap that happened last year was when I was finally kind of out of that postpartum and I could really go balls to the walls and go for it and up up level in I actually had a done for you service which really when people are pay more when you're doing things for them versus just consulting so that did impact the income but in terms of the energetic side I would say that it doesn't need to it, it like your results and, and it goes back to how I answered that last question. And you said like exactly what you said, your business results probably reflect that. And I always say, you're, the more you give, the more you get. And even before I started my online business, I was pouring into my community because I love to do that. I love to build community and connection and show up authentically and 
so because of that, I was able to receive. And every you're you're always building. Everything has when you are focusing on the right things, like I talked about at the beginning, when you're being int- intentional about the relationships you're building, the, the the projects you're working on, the work that you're doing on yourself, when you're intentional about all of it, it does start to compound. And I I share a I always say to my clients, everything is a drop in the bucket. And so while you may think that post on Instagram didn't do well or that launch wasn't great, everything is drops in the bucket and it's only a matter of time until that bucket overflows. And some of the drops are bigger and others are smaller and some people's buckets are smaller and others are bigger. So you never know when that overflow is coming. But then, and this is something that actually clicked for me this morning on my walk because as I've been talking about the inner work, I'm like, well, how does that incorporate into this? Because that when I talk about the drops in the bucket, that's all about doing. But so much of what we do is about the being. And so how does that impact the bucket? And how that impacts the bucket is that when you are working on yourself, when are you are energetically aligned to your goals and to your vision and in touch with your vibration, your drops are going to be bigger. You might do the same thing that someone else does, but if you are energetically aligned and your energy is on point, that drop is going to make a dent. Whereas someone else is just doing the thing, it's going to be a smaller drop. And then on top of that, when you do align and when you open yourself up, the universe starts raining down on your bucket. And that, my story about how getting the call from the publicist today, that's the universe raining down on my bucket saying, you're not doing this alone. Like we can do this alone. We can just drop in the bucket. And it's not saying the overflow is not going to come. But when you work on yourself and you work on your energy, the bucket's going to fill up a lot quicker and it's like why would we do it alone when there's so much magic that we can tap into absolutely and and for someone who maybe doesn't feel aligned in this moment and they know that they they recognize that they don't feel aligned what would you tell them right now and maybe they're maybe they're fearful of taking that step mm-hmm. i would say that you likely aren't in touch with your own intuition and you're outsourcing what you know to be the best next step we feel very unclear and misaligned because we're constantly looking outside of ourselves. But your soul came here with a purpose. Your soul came here knowing what to do. And if you're not in touch with that, then you're not going to feel clear. And so allowing yourself to reconnect to yourself and in doing so, you will get that clarity and you will know, oh, this is the this is the best next step. This is what's aligned for me and this is what's not. But if you're not in touch with that, then of course you don't have that clarity. Yeah. And and what does alignment to you feel like? Mm-hmm. Mm. Alignment feels like not questioning. Um, again, trusting. Um, it it feels like movement. You know, that it's it's you know that stagnant energy? Like that's not alignment. When you're living in alignment, like it's movement. It's action it's not overthinking and questioning things it's really it's that trust and I know I've said trust a lot but it really does just feel like that trust in in motion yeah and so as far as because you've obviously taken your business so it sounds like you're doing an agency also at the same time I did yeah the Rosewood agency was a big part of the business last year but I'm actually shifting away from that a little bit. It will still be okay. something that we do, but I really want to focus on my speaking and my coaching because that is when I think about my big vision and how I want to impact the world, the agency is in it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So mm-hmm. alignment again. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember we, we, us speaking about it. Um, I had 
I had an agency as well last year this time. And uh, yeah, you're right. People pay a lot more for done for you services. And it just, for me, it didn't feel aligned at all. It was like the most miserable time of my business and my life. But it, it's funny. I also chose to surrender. And that was exactly how I got through that really. Like it was, a, it was a dark period. Like I really, I manifested some nightmare clients. <laughs> really, it was horror nightmare clients. And I never really understood why people always said, make sure that you don't work with nightmare clients. Mm -hmm. I was like, clients are clients. <laughs> you know, like I can work yeah. with anybody. Like I really, I really felt like I could just work with anybody and I could, I could almost heal or help anybody. Mm -hmm. But it was, yeah, it was a nightmare and it just felt completely unaligned. And right when I hit this, this incredible financial, I guess, I don't want to say hurdle, but this opportunity or this goal that's when I was like, shit, it's not it's not what it feels like. Yeah, it doesn't feel the way I thought it was going to feel like this. This feels terrible. And I'd rather literally be making zero dollars than dealing with what I'm dealing right now. And so I just I remember I was having a really, really difficult time with a client and we were about to have a conversation. I completely surrendered to everything. I opened my heart. I was just like I said, love solves everything. I really do. I think if you just like live with that love in your heart, in your in your body, I just surrendered. I trusted. I trusted that this is happening for my highest potential, my highest good. I went in that conversation. It would like it blew me away the, what how that conversation turned out because it was like people in my world that knew what I was going through. They're like, how did you do that? And it was really just I, I surrendered and I trusted and and, you know, I loved and um, thankfully I was able to get out of that. But I could just imagine that you probably maybe went through some of the same things as far as like the alignment when it feels unaligned. It's it, you're right. It's stagnant. It's like it, it's deadening inside and you're not excited to get up and it, you're not you're not running running from a place of overflow. It's overflow. Like you you said it so perfectly. Yeah. And it's and when it overflow. It's not even financial. Right. It's just it's yeah, it's it's not just about that because we know that true freedom isn't about how much money you're making. Um, yeah. But when when you're doing things in alignment and, and a lot of people will stay in a bad situation because they think it's all about the money. And so I just hope everyone listening to that knows, like, of course, yeah, we are, like you said, we're not martyrs. We're here to make a living. And we are also here to be the best versions of, ourself, of ourselves and to enjoy our life. Yeah. And, and that's why I love that you built your business backwards. And then that's really like, that's for me, that's been one of the most powerful alignment practices I've done is decide how do I want my life to look? You know, do I want freedom? I love traveling. I'm a huge traveler. I love traveling all over the world. And well, what 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 type of business is going to help me support me in that type of lifestyle? And then working backwards from there and you'll really and then also deciding what type of clients do I want? What's my mission? What what type of imprint do I want to leave in this world at the end of when I'm on my deathbed? Like, what do you really want to do in this world? Like, what is it? It's not going to be I want to make I want to make seven figures a year. It's not going to be or seven figures a month. That's not you're not going to be in your deathbed like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I did that. It's like that might be part of it. But really, it's going to be thinking of all the people that you truly impacted and all the way that you designed your life, the way that you were able to experience your life, the way you're able to experience relationships, the way you're able to just be. Yeah, just be 100 percent. I love that. It's so good. And it's it's such a great just reminder because we can get stuck in that rat race of milestones and and what everyone else is doing. But at the end of the day, like we need to be proud of what we're creating. And that's why having that clear vision is so important if you want to build an aligned empire. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and I, I want to switch just a little bit because I'm really I would love to just talk because as far as aligned empire, like it, the, there's the energetics and then there's the strategy, right? Even you said like there's still strategy involved and it's so important for whoever's listening. You cannot build a successful business on energetics alone, at least not that I've seen. You ha There has to be some type of strategy behind it, just some type of thought. And um, but when the strategy and alignment and energetics go into it, it's like, it's the most beautiful thing. And I really think it's our true responsibility to understand the strategy behind it. So I'd love to know how did, how, how does strategy continue to impact your business every day? How do you sit down and strategize for your business? What are some of the steps that you take? Yeah, no, it's such, it's so important to have both. And I have a whole analogy that I can get into, but, and just to answer your question, for me, the strategy piece is fun for me still. And it's actually what comes what came so natural I was if the pendulum is masculine versus energy like I was so masculine for a long time and so it comes very easy to me but I think it's it's knowing what kind of business you want to run and then working backwards like okay so I want to have passive income or I want to have freedom and I want to impact millions like creating a course and that's why I help people create signature yeah. programs and courses and all of that but then being like okay what's the best way to do that and you do have to get into the nitty gritty of like, do I want to launch? Even if launching a podcast, how do I make sure this gets into the right people's hands? There is marketing required. And so every single quarter I sit down with my team and I don't have a huge team. It's just a couple people. And we sit down and we map out what are we going to be selling? Um, what are we going to be running? What are we creating? You know, those are the three things and it can change and shift. But just having that strategic aspect and then we can get into the nitty gritty of like, OK, so if that much month we're launching, like what's the launch plan and and going small from there. But even just from a quarterly perspective, being intentional with your planning, I, again, the word intentional, because you do you have to you have to be intentional about these things. And when you are, uh, things can happen really, really well for you. Um, but in terms of needing the structure, like. I, I think of biz building a business as building a fire and your structure are those are those kindling the sticks that you put down. But without the oxygen and you're putting if you're putting all the sticks, that fire is going to go out or that fire is going to have a really hard time growing. But if you are that, you know, yes, structure and energetics. And then the fire builds and then you add a little bit more structure and then you have to give it more energetic. So it really is this dance as you're building the fire to make it like you need both. If you have too much oxygen, too much feminine energy, it, the fire also will go out. So it's, it is finding that dance. And sometimes you're going to be in a stage of more structure and other times you're going to be a phase of more energetics. I love that. It's so, so true not to forget about either. And it's like, playing that balance of both. And it sounds, we keep talking about it, but it sounds like you start with the feminine energetics first and you decide how you want your life to feel, what how, designing around your lifestyle, because that's that's totally feminine, creative, amazing, incredible, expansive energy. And then, then you're like, okay, well, what type of strategy makes sense when I hold myself in this type of vibration, when I hold myself in this type of energy and then work backwards from there. And then, then of course, like balance it back. It's like you go back to the energetics. Okay, this is how I want it to feel. Okay, go back to the strategy and not get lost in the strategy and not get lost in the vision, not forget about the vision and not 
yeah, and just it, 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 I love that. I love the way you just explained that. Yeah, because if you're like even down to how I run my mm-hmm. programs, you know, I first think about okay, what is the best way for me to deliver this that's going to be the most valuable for the people to get the best result, and then I have to think to myself, well, am I able to show up in that way? Do I have the time? Am I like? I need to make sure that it's in alignment with what I want. And sometimes it's kind of finding it in the middle. Of course, the best way is for me to be with them 24-7, but that's not possible. So it's finding, okay, how can I deliver the best program possible based on the amount of energy that I have to give to this um, and that won't take away from my alignment and my vision? Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, yeah, it's it's so important to hold, to continue to hold that vision throughout all the strategy, throughout all everything. Because I mean, I just know I've I've gone through a lot of very masculine programs when I first started my business. And I know a lot of my audience has as well, like Russell Brun- Brunson, I love him to death, but very masculine, like very masculine audience there. And um, yeah, and even more masculine than him that I went through. And it was one of those things where it burned me out. It burned me out completely. And you you kind of have to start to unravel and you forget to you forget about the feminine energetics. You forget about what you're actually trying to get, and it just becomes a number. You want to hit the seven figure club. You want to hit this specific goal, and you have these amount of people that you need to put in your program, and all this stuff. And it's like so numbers oriented. It's so it's just so detail oriented for me. And I'm sure some people are able to do that, but for me, I just can't. I will burn out. And I think a lot of women feel this way, and a lot of visionaries feel this way. And I love the balance that you keep talking about, the, love the balance of just focusing on that future, focusing on, or not even future, it's right now, right? But focusing on the way we want to feel and then holding that and then using the strategy. Because I still use a lot of the strategy that I learned from all the business courses that I've taken, all the memberships and certifications and all this, like all, all my sales experience, I've, I still have so much of that because it's so important to me because I know in order to make a massive impact, I, I need that. I still need that, but I can't live in that. Like the way I do business is not going to be in that masculine, like as in like the way I speak, right? The way I speak and the way I deliver and the way I hold myself in general, that's going to be in my feminine. But then the structure and the and the nitty gritties are going to be in the masculine, but to support that feminine dream and energy and desires. 100%. Yes, because we actually can't have a huge empire without structure. It's impossible too. And so that I love that's how it's like the aligned empire because it's not just about building a big corporation that's soul sucking. It's about building an aligned empire that, yeah, we will need if we want to impact that hundreds of thousands of people or even thousands of people or even hundreds of people like we do need some structure. And so it is so important to have both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and that's where that that masculine structure comes in. It's 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 so important. And we cannot 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 forget that because it's so easy to be in this energetic world as well and then forget about the masculine side right. of things as well. Yes, and I see that totally. happen a lot. Yes, and that's why yeah. I love the fire analogy because then people can kind of catch themselves of like, okay, like I need to I need to put a little bit more more sticks on the fire here because otherwise I'm not going to be able to sustain this. Absolutely. And how do Sarah, how do you balance both in your business like how do you you know you Mm -hmm. you get into the strategy and then you get into the energetics like how are you able to continuously and consistently balance the energetics of both feminine and masculine in your business at this point I don't even really think about it but if I am to think about it now it's like the energetic piece is just constant in my life 
right? Like I don't, it's not a, okay, time to focus on the energetic. It's like, that is life. That is literally living. And so that just is constant. And then the structure is a little bit more like, okay, I'm going to meet with my team and we're going to plan, or I'm going to write out this offer and I'm going to create a sales page. Those are the things that go into my calendar that are kind of my to-do list. It's like the doing and the being. It's con- The being is the constant. Who am I being? And sure, there are moments where I am not my most conscious self and I we all have those where we just need to be human for a second or for a day or for a couple days when we're PMSing, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. about being perfect, but it's about constantly evolving and um, having the tools. And when you first start out, that's not how it feels because it has to be a little bit more intentional and you have to create the space to build that muscle. But now I am mm. at a point where it is embodied that I don't have to think about it. It's just how it's just my being. Um, and even, and I say that, but even still, you know, I use the pause framework and when things come up, I had to send a hard email the other day and I was, my hands were literally shaking and I walked myself through it and I calmed my nervous system down and I was able to come back to regulation and, and my higher self. And otherwise I would have done things out of alignment that day. I would have probably eaten things that I didn't, that weren't supportive of me. I would have avoided the work I needed to do. I, even if I was doing the work, I wouldn't have been as productive. And so, um, it, while I say it, it comes as second nature to me. There are also tools that support it. Um, and then the structure is kind of the doing. That's the to-do list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, it sounds like at this point, it's just become a habit. Yeah. And it's just, it's a muscle, right? It's exactly, a muscle. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you get practicing it. What, what are some of the practices that, what are some of your favorite practices that you do? I mean, obviously pause is one of them. And then are there any other things that help you, support you and embodying this yeah I go through different phases to be honest I have I love breath work but I'm not super consistent with it I've I've done tapping um I do hypnosis I have a coach who she has different hypnosis that I love to do that really put me into a trance and I can um rewire my subconscious that way and so I I do Reiki every single month I have a Reiki girl we call it my energetic tune-up where she can just kind of go in and tune things up. And so I, I have all the tools in my tool belt that I will tap into. Um, and my coach, she's a nervous system coach and she literally will just hold space for me to process things. Because like I said, for me, feeling emotions has been something that has, has been a process. Um, and so having someone to hold space and it's basically like therapy, but better, um, in my opinion, of having that coach that can sit there and, and help you process things. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. And for someone who maybe was is going in this moment is currently going through what you were going through in the past, where, you know, it just didn't feel like things were working and and you just felt maybe just not your most powerful self like you do now, maybe overwhelmed and fear going through all those hurdles right now. And now that you're in speaking to someone who is now on the other side, who is able to go through all those hurdles, and successfully complete them and successfully go through them, what would you tell them? What's the best piece of advice? To take care of yourself. So we can often get into these, it puts us into a bit of a state of fear when we're going through it. That's what you mean. It's someone who's currently going through it. If if you're you're currently going through it, then be with yourself. Don't try to do more. Like it is an invitation to actually slow down. Our nervous system is going to get into this state of, I need to do more. I need to force 
But what it, the universe is actually calling you to do is slow down and to take care of yourself. So when I was going through this, I was going on more walks than ever. I was um, doing more fun things than ever. I was self-care. I was nourishing myself. I was my sleep routines. Like all of those aspects were my top priority. Taking care of myself became my full-time job because that is all that I could do. I didn't have the clarity of the actions I needed to be taking. So I was like, right now it's all about who I'm being because the actions for mm. doing are not clear. So I can go do, but it's, what's the point? I don't have the clarity. I'm not going to go do when I don't have the clarity of what I should be doing. I'm not going to force. And so really focus on yourself, focus on your energy, your well-being. And as you start to do that, your vibration will raise and you will then be able to respond to the situations in a better way and as you do that you will pass the test and it, I don't even want to say it's not like life is testing you to try and bring you down it's just it's preparing you for that next level and so allowing yourself to to go through it and and rise to each occasion because you feel good uh that's going to help you get to the other side I wish I had that advice a few years ago <laughs> when I was really going you know you're right it's like it's like cultivating an amazing foundation because right now the foundation is not cultivated. It's not stable. And if you try to make decisions and you try to make business decisions from a shaky foundation, you're literally going to manifest shaky results into your business. That's exactly what you're going to get. So and you're right. And, and that's our that's our first instinct is to force things, to push through it. So it's OK. Like I'm OK. And, and like you said before, suppress what you're truly feeling. And it's it's not real. And the things that get met into your world when you react to life that way is not pretty. Like I've gone through it, you've gone through it, and most of us have honestly gone through it. So you're right. It's like the importance of cultivating that beautiful foundation first and like raising your vibration, raising your frequency, and then responding to those decisions or to the strategy, right? You guys, strategy and 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 figuring out a strategy from that spot, not from a spot of of stress and overwhelm and just clear on shit. Uh, I love that. That's so powerful. So if one, if people could take away one thing from this entire conversation and just remember one thing, what would that be? Oh, gosh, We're, we've, we've covered so much. But I think that the biggest thing is just remembering that you are the most powerful person. You are the leading force in your life and you are capable of whatever you desire. There's nothing outside of you that you need to be and create. It is all within you already. It's really just about coming home, reconnecting to that, connecting to your soul and your own intuition and operating from there and just keep going. Really feeling in that into that as well right now. Absolutely. And two last questions. What is your morning routine? So I I actually just recorded a whole podcast episode on this because for years, I was judging myself for not having this perfect morning routine. I have, like I said, a two, almost three-year-old and a just five-year-old. So they, my morning routine is typically that they wake me up. Now, I do love to move my body in the morning. So whether it's yoga or going for a walk, I do. But honestly, that's not ever, I don't have a, a strict morning routine. Um, but it's, yeah, to be honest, I don't. And I don't think that you really need one. <laughs> if I could have the perfect morning yeah. routine, it would be 
um, visualization, movement, and content. I would like that's what I I would flow. That would be amazing. But the reality is that's not what every morning looks like when you have two young kids who wake up at five thirty six a.m. Um, but the mornings that I do get to do that, that's that's it for me. I love it, and that, that's one of the reasons I asked that question is because. It's it's not about the morning routine. I have, you know, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs on here and they said, you know, same thing. They're like, some have a very strict one. Some say that they put a bowl of cereal on the table and they just literally rush out and didn't even finish it. And they're stressed as they drive to work. And then they get there, they like just tune themselves in. And it just, I, I love right. it. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. And then last question, what are three books that you would, could recommend to my audience? Ooh, okay. So the first one has to be, the untethered soul by michael singer and then i'll also go ahead and recommend the surrender experiment by michael singer um and so those are two very much energetic spiritual books and then if you want a strategic the um a hundred million dollar offers by alex hermosi that is like the best strategy business offer book out there i totally agree with that absolutely when i read it i was telling everybody i was like mind-blowing yeah yeah, that's amazing. So where can people find you, Sarah? Yeah, I love to hang out on Instagram. My handle's at the Sarah Lambert. Um, and there are some freebies that you can grab to if you want to join the email list. Uh, you can check out my website, of course, too. It's therosewoodagency.com. Uh, but I love to hang out on Instagram. And my podcast, The Expansive Entrepreneur, which Drea was a host or sorry, a guest on yeah. recently. And her episode was just such a hit with my audience. So hopefully your audience goes and checks that out, too. Awesome. Yeah, definitely go check Sarah out. She's really, I mean, when I follow your Instagram, when I look at your stories, you know, I I creep on you all the time. So you're really just, you're you're just, I I love, like I said before, I love watching you embody exactly what you coach and exactly what you teach and exactly just all of it. It's just so beautiful. So go check her out and free gift for the audience. We'll leave it down in the links, but if you wanted to just explain it for us. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a framework outliner, which is going to help you take your knowledge and download that into a beautiful framework. Like I told you about my pause framework, when you can identify your framework and how you help your clients, things really open up for you. And so you can click the link below to grab that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're that's, welcome. Uh, yeah, that, that really sounds amazing. Like that's, I could just imagine how many people that could help. So go grab that link. You guys go follow her on Instagram, go sign up for her podcast, go subscribe to her podcast. Cause Sarah is Ah, I just love you. Oh my gosh, I love you <laughs> every time. Thank like you're you such so a genuine much. person. Like you're really, oh, yeah. Success so changes a lot of people, and you're just one of those people where you're just so you you would never ever know. You're just so yeah, such a sweet person, so wow. genuine. So Drea, thank you so much, Sarah. You. It's such thank a pleasure to have you, me. and thank you for sharing your energy. My pleasure. And with that, we come to the close of yet another epic journey of the Aligned Empire podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the frequency of your limitless potential. Each episode is a code to unlock your unique energetic frequencies of money, business, and your aligned empire. If you feel this episode would resonate with others, please share it forward, creating a ripple effect throughout the universe. Make sure to subscribe to continue this journey of transformation with us. Join us again next week as we continue to rise together, joining a movement that is changing the world. This is Drea Brown, your guide on this journey, signing off.